All right. Welcome to the second Menace Two Picks podcast here with JG, the sportsbook joker, and the coach. We're going to be talking about the Kentucky Derby once again, more specifically breaking down the post draw, finding out which horses are where, who we like, who's got a chance, and who we're going to throw out. I uh, want to give a plug real quick to the Menace 2 Sports overall community, our commander-in-chief, Coach Zach Smith. Go follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Menace2Picks. We are giving out free picks daily. Our Infinity Locks tier is insane. It's up 300 units. What that means is if you started with 100 units or $100 this month and you were just making our picks, by the end of the month, you've made 300 so you're sitting at 400 feeling great. Um, so I want to start with that plug. Enough of that. Let's get to the show. Coach, the weekend outlook, what's it looking like weather, weather-wise weather for us down in, uh, in Louisville? We've got a wonderful weekend coming up weather-wise. Uh, the last couple years has been kind of sketchy. Last year, with COVID and all, it, went, it took place, the Derby did uh, took place for the, the first time since World War II, and it did not take place on the first Saturday in May. Uh, so it was a beautiful day, but it just happened to take place on Labor Day weekend. That, the last couple years, uh, dating back to the time when there was, uh, we had the, the big disqualification in the slop, uh, we've had some sketchy weather. So this weekend looks beautiful. And we're ready to rock. I'm excited. I mean, I can't wait. It's going to be perfect weather in the Midwest, I think. And you're going to get one of the best derbies we've seen in a while. We're going to talk about that here in a second. First of all, if I'm looking to place a bet, um, horse racing is legal in a vast majority of our states here um, in the USA. And it probably soon, I'm guessing, will be will be legal in every state, um, as well as sports gambling as well but with horse racing all you really going to need to do is download a horse racing app and whether that's twin spires whether that's bet america or first bet it's very easy so if you're looking to place your bets that's the easiest that's the easiest way to attack you but let's talk quickly about what type of wagers can you make uh, i think a lot of people understand a win place and show bet your horse can get first second or third um, what are some other bets that you could make coach well, we've talked on the previous podcast about what we really like to do, with, which is multi-race wagering. It is it consists of essentially creating a parlay of two races, three races, four, all the way up to one that we like to play. It's a, a pick six. So and we've talked about the, the more, the higher number of the races that you involve, uh, the lower the the price that you can get on the individual horse so you can add more uh, horses into your bet uh, as you go on these multi-race race exotics. There's also the in-race exotics, which are like the exacto. I pick two horses to come in first and second. Uh, there's a trifecta, which would be you're going to pick first, second, and third. And then there's a superfecta, uh, which is fourth. Uh, and then you, you of course, you've heard of boxing that up. So what that means is, say you got three horses you like, you like Known Agenda, like the King and Brooklyn Strong, the one, two, and three in the Kentucky Derby, and you decide you're going to box those up, and hopefully the one, two, and three come in. And if they did in that trifecta, of course, with Known Agenda six to one, like the King and Brooklyn Strong, both fifty to one, your trifecta box would pay off a one dollar bet, probably 
fifty to a hundred thousand dollars. Back um, up the Brinks truck on that one. <laughs> of course, that's you know that's probably not going to happen. And then if you're betting a race that only has three horses or five horses in it, and you hit you hit your trifecta, of course it's not going to pay nearly as much. But we like those multi-race wagers. We talked about our Oaks Derby double that we're going to play. I'm also going to be in the pick six. I'll talk about that later. Um, let's talk about the post draw real quick. And um, we're going to go through the 20 horses together here uh, and give you a brief synopsis of what each horse, kind of who they are and um, how they got here. So, Coach, if you want to start us out with uh, one through five, and um, we'll break it down for the listeners. We'll give a little quick background on uh, the one hole, so the one the one post. Uh, it is one where if you watch the, the draw for the race, uh, it's the one that nobody wants because in a 20-horse field, essentially you're going to get pinned up against the rail, and it, it's, it's a bad place to be. Uh, if you, uh, in the past, I think the last time that anyone has won from there was maybe 1986, and it does, it does not happen very often. Uh, one of the horses that we liked this year actually got put into the one hole, and Believe it or not, we're going to keep him uh, known agenda because uh, his style of race actually will kind of benefit beginning uh, from that inside spot. So he's going to fall back a little bit and uh, try to find the right time to get up there and, and attack. Uh, we mentioned he's won two races coming in. Gulfstream Park is, is the, uh, the Florida Derby. He's coming from that, and we, we like winners from the Florida Derby. So we're going to – we're going to keep him in uh, in our Oaks Derby double. That's the one. He's, he's going at 5-1 to one on the morning line, I, I believe, or 6-1. to one. Uh, The second one is Like the King. It is 50-1 to one odds. And also the three Brooklyn Strong 50-1. to one. We talked about those already. Uh, very simply, um, some people have a the, – there's only 20 spots in the Kentucky Derby each year. Uh, we talked about in our previous podcast. Uh Sometimes if you have a horse that's lucky enough to get into the race, you're just happy to be there. And the owners of these two, I think, are just happy to be there. So we're not going to spend too much time you talking don't, about that. You don't see horses that are 50-1 to 1 on the morning line win hardly ever. Um, four and five, Coach. Keep me in mind. Another one where we're going to take a hard pass. And then Sainthood, 50-1. to 1. Uh, The only one that I would say it'll probably get bet down maybe to 30-1 to 1 or so just because it comes from Todd Fletcher. I uh, was also the trainer of known agenda. So uh, if one that, you know, wouldn't surprise to see maybe slide into that third, fourth spot, if you like to do those super pectas, throw sainthood in there. I, I wouldn't mind that. Six, Obesos coming out of Louisiana Derby is a horse that's 20 to one on the morning line and is going to indeed take some money. Um, Mandaloon is for Brad Cox. And Mandaloon is a wise guy horse right now because in the last race in the Louisiana Derby, a 15 to one on the morning line, for the Kentucky Derby in that last race, it was said that that horse was bleeding, so it had a, an excuse in the race. Uh, seven has been a, a successful post historically. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. Eight is Medina Spirit for Bob Baffert. Of course, his horses win all the time in the Kentucky Derby. He is the new Derby goat. Um, he will have speed at the beginning of the race. Fifteen to one, he'll get bet down. Nine is Hot Rod Charlie. At eight to one for Doug O'Neill, who has only been to the Derby six times, and he's won twice and finished second twice, so he's winning thirty-three percent of the time when he goes there. 
pretty scary. Hot Rod Charlie. Nine. Ten is a successful post, which is Midnight Bourbon for Steve Asmussen, who is a trainer that's fantastic. However, he's never won a derby. Has several horses in the race this year. Number 11 is Dynamic One. It's another horse that comes from the Pletcher Barn. Uh, the reports that come out, seem, people seem to like this one, but they think he might be do his best work later on. If you listen to our previous cast, we talk about the horses generally run until they're uh, five, six, sometimes seven, eight, and they don't blossom all at the same time. So this one you might see later on down the road. We don't see it for the Derby, though. Uh, as far as number 12, Helium at yeah. 50 to 1. We're going to throw Healy. it out, right? He, we will not be using. Uh, 13 hidden stash at another 50 to 1. Uh, we can stash that one in the in the trash can. <laughs> Essential quality number 14 is your favorite. Uh, undefeated from the Brad Cox barn. Two-year-old champion. Uh, we like his heart. We like his tenacity. Uh, he has the heart of a champion. Certainly one that is a strong contender to win. 15, Rock Your World, uh, coming from Santa Anita from the John Sadler Barn, uh, has the highest speed figure in the race uh, at 5-1. to one. Uh, We'll get to it later on, but that's going to be my top choice in the race. 16, King Fury at 20-1 to one on the morning line for Ken McPeak. Um, 17, Highly Motivated at 10-1, to one, ran an outstanding race in the Bluegrass Stakes, lost just a neck to essential quality. It was a match race that they went They went at it for Chad Brown. Highly motivated. Will take some money this weekend. Super stock, 30-1. to 1. That's for Steve Asmussen. Just won the Arkansas Derby. 30-1 um, to 1 on the morning line. It will take some money. Soup and sandwich for Mark Cassie at 30-1 to 1 on the morning line is coming out of the Florida Derby. Question on the Florida Derby is how good were these other horses? Soup and sandwich included Bourbonic at thirty to one. Blew up the tote board at the Wood Memorial for Todd Fletcher, thirty to one on the morning line. Um, I want to say while we're here, post seventeen has never produced a winner, and that's where we sit, highly motivated. And between seventeen through twenty, they've only won four Kentucky Derbies ever between those four those four spots in the history of the 150 years of the Kentucky Derby, only 17 through 20, four winners coming from out there. So we're going to pass on a lot of these horses on the outside. Uh, what I'd like to do now is refresh your memory on who we're throwing out and who we're keeping around briefly. Known agenda, Coach, just tell me, uh, pass or keep? Known agenda is keeper. Like the King, two. Pass. Brooklyn Strong, three. Pass. Keep in my, keep me in mind, four. Pass. Sainthood, five. Pass. O Bezos, six. Pass. Mandaloon, seven. Mandaloon's on the fence, but we're going to pass. Eight, Medina Spirit. We're going to pass on Medina Spirit. Nine, Hot Rod Charlie. Hot Rod Charlie, we're keeping around. Midnight Bourbon, 10. Midnight Bourbon's a pass. Dynamic 1, 11. Pass. Helium, 13, 50 to 1. Pass. Excuse me, 12. Hidden Stash, we stashed pass. it away. Essential Quality, 14. The Keeper. Rock Your World, 15. The Keeper. King Fury, 16. Pass. 
Highly motivated 17. Pass. Super stock, soup and sandwich, bourbonic are all a pass for us. Um, we have 10 key stats that we've used to break down how we select our derby champion. And we've put this together over the course of the last seven or eight years. And there has been several years that we've had horses that have hit every checkbox. Um, always dreaming one of these horses, Nyquist, one of these horses, justify very close to one of these horses didn't run as a two-year-old, but we saw something different in justify. So we were willing to, to forgive that. The interesting part this year is we have zero horses that hit all 10 check marks. We have four or five horses that hit several check marks. So we got to stick with those four or five. And I'm guessing there might be multiple heads at the wire for the first time in the Kentucky Derby in several years. Uh, the first thing is being bred in Kentucky. Our horses that we've, that we've kept are bred in Kentucky. The second one is they ran at two. Uh, Justify broke this curse um, of not running at two that had, had been over 130 years since a horse had won the Derby after not running at two. Um, talk to me quickly about Rock Your World and how you're willing to maybe forgive that. So it's not necessarily the year in which they were born. It's the year in which they, uh, they it's considered their juvenile season, the second season, which goes from uh, January 1st to December 31st of the season. So this year, all these horses fall into January 1st to December 31st on their three-year-old season, which qualifies them for the Derby. Uh, so Rocky World did not run in his two-year, two-year-old season. However, he ran on January 1st of his three-year-old season. So if that race was the day before, then he, he would qual- he would check the box. So, you know, we're talking uh, 12-hour difference here, is, uh, splitting hairs. Right. Successful trainer is our third stat. And right now, Bob Baffert, Todd Pletcher, and Doug O'Neill own a ton of victories combined in this derby. They're the only three trainers competing this weekend that have won a Kentucky Derby so far. So you have to consider Pletcher. Um, We do not like Medina Spirit, unfortunately, for Bob Baffert this year. And then Hot Rod Charlotte, we have to keep in knowing those trainer stats. Our jockey pedigree... Joel Rosario, Mike Smith, Johnny Velasquez, and Flavian Pratt are the four jockeys that are running this weekend who have won a derby in the past. Joel Rosario is riding who, Coach? He's on Rock Your World, and he actually jumped off of Hot Rod Charlie to go on Rock Your World, so that's an interesting thing to keep in mind. Very interesting, yes. And Johnny Velasquez, who has won it now three times, won it last year, and he won it with Always Dreaming. Um Johnny Velasquez rides Medina Spirit. Um, that's why he's definitely going to take some money. Um, you got John, Velasque, John Velasquez, Bob Baffert. Um, they were the winner of last year's Derby. Which only had 14 horses in it, and it took place in, in on Labor Day weekend, so a little bit different. Right, Flavian, Flavian Pratt is riding Hot Rod Charlie. And he was the winner on Country House, who did not even finish um, first on the wire. Um, Mike Smith. Mike Smith is riding. We'll get back to that in one second. Um, 
so let's talk about post positions quickly. No one has, has won from the, the one position, as Coach mentioned earlier, since 1986. However, they're using a new gate this year where all 20 horses are in the same gate. They they used to use this like awkward uh, extension gate that there was 14 posts and then six six other posts were like at this auxiliary gate and it made for a strange beginning. But now they're using 20 all in a row and the Pletchers um, are hoping that this gate might help out a little bit. We also have a very aggressive rider with uh, Irad Ortiz who will be comfortable coming out of the one. No horse has won from the one, two, or three. Um, oh, 19, 1998, real quiet did it. That was almost a triple crown winner lost by a nose in the the Belmont Stakes. So horses from gates one, two, and three are one for 99 um, in recent derbies. That's the scary part. So we're hoping for some luck down there with um, known agenda. Gates 5, 7, 8, 10 have produced the most winners. 5, 7, 8, and 10. So if the horse is sitting in those spots, that's Sainthood, Mandaloon, Medina Spirit, and Midnight Bourbon, feel very comfortable where they're at. The rest of the, rest of the gates outside of the far outside are all somewhere between three and five winners. So you can win from those other spots as well. Um, and Mike Smith is on Midnight Bourbon. Midnight Bourbon, so you're going to see Mike Smith take some money, right? Um, so he's riding for Steve Asmussen, and he's got a nice post. He is a – he's only won at one time, however, Coach, and it was with Justify. Um, I might have been able to get on Justify and win the Kentucky Derby, by the way. Just saying. Um, <laughs> that horse was fucking different. Um, okay, position in the race. You have to run in the front we found out that you have to run in the front and uh, the only horse recently that's won from way out of it was orb. (laughs) Um, Known agenda would be the one horse that might be coming from off the pace. If there's a big battle, it could work out well for known agenda, particularly coming out of the Florida Derby, which is our last point here. Um, Winning your last race and where'd you come from? Did you come from the Florida Derby? Did you come from Santa Anita or did you come from Oak Lawn Park? So that's a knock that we have on essential quality is no one has won coming from the Kentucky bluegrass since 1988. That's a problem with essential quality. Um, Rock your world looking good from Santa Anita Derby. Hot rod. Charlie is just the wild card. Um, So with that said, all these things, we we have horses that, that are hitting on seven, eight of these boxes. What does that tell you? Coach. Yeah. It's telling you that. Well, it's telling you these are the ones that we're going to want to use, and those are your winners are going to come out of that group. And do you think it's possible we could be seeing a classic this year? Oh, it's definitely possible. There's no doubt about it because, like we said, normally we have, we'll have one or two that, that will check every box and we can go from there. And we're, as we've mentioned, we're not, uh, we're not seeing that this year. So, um, you know, we, we think we've nailed down the ones that are uh, – and we think that they're going to be, as mentioned, it could be three, four noses on the wire uh, uh, coming down there. Uh, so, Coach, give us – go ahead right now. Uh, you can give your wagering strategy. I'll talk about what I'm going to do, JG the Joker. 
And All right, uh, so, that'll be it. Yeah, for starters, uh, we're playing that Oaks Derby double. Um, we're going to take three in the Oaks on Friday. And uh, I think we said the numbers in that race we like are three, um, we, which is uh, Claire, Claire, Air. Air, Claire Air. We like six travel column for Brad Cox, and we like ten, which is the, the favorite Malasad for Pletcher. And possibly, and, possibly 12. Um, you're going to have to, if you want to see our official play, you're going to have to to sign up for the Menace Picks. Um, you can get it this time for $25. Is going to be on our exclusive where we're going to post our official picks. So on here, we're still a couple days away. There's several things that could happen. But if you want to see our official pick, you're going to have to sign up for the Menace Picks. Patreon.com forward slash Menace 2 Picks. And we're going to also uh, mention earlier, Rock Your World is my top choice. Uh, I, I will use 14, 15, um, 9, and 1 in the Derby uh, for that double. But I'll be betting, especially if I can get 5-1 to one on Rock Your World, I'll be betting that to win. Heavy. Just a win play. Straight win play. Would you do a place play at all, Saver? May, potentially, the good news, the good thing about those on these big days is the pools are freaking enormous. So, uh, you know, if he let's say he he's leading the entire way and he gets nailed at the wire, if you if you put a saver in on the on second place, you're probably going to get your money back. So that's a, that's a good idea. So potentially a, a win with a place saver. Um, you gave the analogy of like how you would do it. Gun to your head, who's going to win the race? Gun to my head, who's going to win the race? I said that essential quality is the the smart, safe play, uh, being an undefeated champion. Uh, the one I'm going to bet, as mentioned, is uh, is the 15. And then um, the one that's a wild card could either be the 9 or the 1. So, uh, But if I say i got to take one that's uh, going to win, it's hard to go against a defending champion. My wagering strategy is going to be the same with the Oaks Derby Double. I also I like to play the multi-race exotics, save money, and I'm going to be in the pick six. Uh, a couple of years back, the pick five paid $100,000, and it wasn't even that crazy of results because if you get two of those races that end up being long shots and the rest of the races stay formful, those pools are enormous. Um, so I'll, I'll be in the pick six as well. My top choice... I don't know why this is is known agenda. Um, I've just I see I can visualize essential quality and rock your world going at it starting next to each other. I can I can see Hot Rod Charlie trying to get involved late. What worries me about Hot Rod Charlie is he's coming off a layoff and um, horses don't win the Derby off layoffs. Last year's happened to be um, an example of a time that they did. However, it was a 14 horse race that was, you know, at a completely different time period. So, and I, I like, I rat Ortiz. I like Todd Pletcher. I like him being comfortable at the rail and getting over the top to win the race. Um, sportsbook joker play known agenda win place and show. I think this horse is going to get up with Irad Ortiz and um, get you at least your money back. And then some with a win place and show. Um, other than that, I really want to be a fan. I really want to hit my hit my Oaks play, and then on Saturday, 
I have some Keeneland breeze. I hang out with my family, get some great food, some great drinks. And I sit there and I be a fan and I'm cheering for one, nine, 14, 15. And I'm hoping that all four of them are hitting the wire together. How's that sound coach? Can't wait. Let's make it happen. Hit us up. JG, the Joker and the sports book coach checking in, baby. We're going to cash our tickets. Hopefully you learned a little bit about horse racing and we got you fired up. Let's have a good one. I'll see you at the windows. Have a great derby. Let's go.